Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Burnt Rubber Podcast. Tonight is special. We get to finally announce our uh, affiliation with Plan B Sales and Circle B Diecast. Uh, if you go to their website to order $20 worth of merchandise, merchandise, very sorry, you will get free shipping if you enter the code BRM2020 at checkout. So, as usual, I'm Jesse. Joined with Victor, Austin, and Matt. What's going on, guys? Nothing much. Living the life. Raising hell, praising Dale. Yeah, not too much, I will say. Take advantage of that uh, that code from us. I already have taken advantage of it. I knew you would. That's right. He, or, he likes to order toys, even though it says diecast on the website. That's okay. <laughs> hey, it's all good. It's all good. They're all diecast. I did. I did pre-order the rowdy, the rate, the race win from the Clash, since the crew chiefs couldn't couldn't screw that one up. So, yeah, he got lucky with that. Uh, that last lap yeah. pass. Better be lucky than good sometimes. Hey, you got that right. At least his year started out a lot better than it did last year. That's right. And Brad Keselowski hit everything but the pace car and finished fifth. The Roval, but we'll get to the or not the Roval, but the the. Uh, road course we'll get to that later all right well speaking of the clash um what was, what was y'all's thought on on the entire race i, I enjoyed the dirt aspect of it i kind of wish they would have left that alone um i thought that was cool to see how nasty the cars were getting how ill handling they were the glowing brake raiders was cool so yeah i enjoyed it that was a lot better than i expected i wasn't excited about it at all but it turned out pretty good. I'd have to agree there. I thought it turned out a lot, a lot better than what I was expecting. Austin, Matt, what y'all got? Um, I actually disagree. I think the, the dirt was, I mean, I'm glad they fixed it. I think the dirt was unexpected for them. And, you know, the cars weren't performing like they should. I mean, all that air in the, uh, in the front, the, the intercoolers and all that stuff, just, wasn't good for him, so I'm glad they fixed it when it came to the actual road course race. Uh, I thought it was pretty good. Um, I saw my bonus points with Ryan Blaney get uh, taken away right in front of my eyes by one of my favorite drivers, Chase Elliott, so that was a big bummer for me, and then watching uh, Mr. Rowdy take the victory, but overall, I thought it was a really good and race. And get 20 uh, bonus points. Yeah. Overall, I thought it was a uh, it was a good race. It was entertaining, and um, I was I was very surprised at the uh, how fast the brake the brakes faded on the cars, especially yeah. the Blaney's. I could agree there. That that did Thank you, Ryan Blaney. Surprise. Well, how about the duels? We uh we all kind of expected one one to be crazy, one to be uh fairly tame. And they both were actually fairly tame, although good racing for, uh, you know, whenever they wasn't trying to run single file around the top of the track. I, th- I think the second duel was much better than the first duel. Yeah. But overall, I think both duels were much better than last year or the year before. Um, yeah, Almirola kind of just led the train in the first one. And then Austin Dillon, he pulled he pulled a 
pulled a pretty slick move in, in the second one to beat Bubba there. Yeah, that was a pretty good move. Yeah, I uh, I agree. I think the first one was, uh, I thought it was a little bit boring. A lot of single file stuff. Second one, not, I mean, it was good. It wasn't, it was a lot more action, but, you know, still not too exciting. The move at the end was great, though. I mean, I lost fantasy points on that because I thought Bubba was going to win. But <laughs> yeah, uh, I thought I thought they were kind of kind of boring, but kind of entertaining at the same time. The second one definitely had a lot more um, back and forth action. Um, it wasn't just single file like the first one was. Um, but overall, I agree. That I thought they were a little bit more entertaining um, than years past, uh, and I think it really showcased. Uh, a lot of the cars that we saw up at the front uh, in the 500. Like, it wasn't just they showed up for the duel. Like, they showed up for the race, too. Um, agreed. Agreed. All right, so moving on to the truck race on Friday. Once again, Jordan Anderson finished second. Um, someone that tried to commit murder last year. Yeah, someone that tried to commit murder last year won the, won the, the truck race. That's okay. But, uh, you know, and uh, I mean, it, it was, but it was a fantastic race. To be fair, it, it was definitely. I agree. It was a fantastic race. race. By that, far, best race of the weekend. I don't know what the. I don't. I don't know if there was a difference or if people are just starting to figure out that truck series package at uh at super speedways, but man, they they're learning how to get those runs. It it looked a lot like how you would see a cup car. Like it wasn't like the last few years where you'd kind of have that big old bubble at the end of, uh, off the back bumper of a car. It was just, they all stayed close somehow. I don't know if it was, they had a little bit different package this year or what the deal was, but I enjoyed it thoroughly. Anybody else? Yeah, they did stay close a lot. I mean, there was a lot of pushing and uh, had a few trouble or a lot of trouble on a lot of the restarts because they were all just so especially, close to each especially other. Especially the first one. Yeah. So. Definitely entertaining. That was a good race. Yeah, I actually did not get to uh, watch it uh, that much. I was uh, out of town at the time. Oh, yeah, you were... Uh... You were visiting, what was it, Five Flags Speedway? Uh, actually, that was during the road course, but during the 500, oh, yeah. I was visiting my future brother-in-law in Nashville, <laughs> oh, yeah. where I will be attending a race later this year. Sorry about that. Got the, uh, got the times mixed up. That's all right. <laughs> but the Xfinity so, race. Typical my, snoozer on the Super Speedway package. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a fan of the... Xfinity Super Speedway package. Put a bigger spoiler on them, please. Yeah, they need something to punch a bigger hole. You can't, you can't make any moves. It's uh, yeah. it's frustrating. Agreed. Not much to be said there. I think. I will um, say this much. It kind of surprised me. Like the colleague cars, you could tell that they had speed, but they just. Did they just keep on getting caught up in wrecks? I'm, we're too. It's, not, even, it's not just they got caught up in wrecks. It's also that they they could never link up, and when they did link up, then they got wrecked. 
That's what I thought. So, Matt, Austin, what y'all think of the Xfinity race? Uh, I mean, not really much to be said there. Like I said, it's boring. A lot of single file. That wasn't entertaining at all. Didn't enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just being, yeah, I mean, just being honest. Yeah, we'll say that that one um, was not the most entertaining race. Um, I definitely think they need to work on that package for sure. Um, and once again, it did not help my fantasy at all. No. I actually, I, I think, think I won on that fantasy. So you did. That was you a did. good portion of it. <laughs> um, all right. So moving on to the 500, I think there's like two separate 500s to look at here. There's the first 15 laps and the rest of it. So. I think 15 the first laps 15 amazing. laps were Entertaining the, usual, the usual amazing race we come to expect. Almirola doesn't know how to take a push. We've seen that before. Um, people that are blaming Bell, please uh, suck eggs because that makes no sense. Um, yeah. So that part of the race I thought was fantastic. What about you, Austin? Yeah, I agree. I mean, it was it was entertaining. I think that that's why they call it the great American race. I mean, it was, it was great that the first 15 laps after that just wasn't the same after that rain delay. Matt, what about you? <laughs> yeah, I agree. The first 15 laps were entertaining, even though Blaney got taken out in that wreck, which was my pick on lap 15. So my, let's just say I'm not doing well in the fantasy points, but um, it was definitely entertaining. But once once the rain delay lifted, it was just survived to the finish, basically. I mean, ride around yeah. the top and make a pass on the last lap is, is probably the dumbest thing. I think they need to at least, if they're going to do that, try to pass with maybe five to go where it makes it, like, especially people waiting yeah, back. I just, you have no point just think sitting there. I think it's seven. I think seven really solid good cars got taken out in that wreck, so it's really hard. I definitely don't blame the package. I mean, I I kind of blame the drivers a little bit. Like, I understand you're trying to survive, but yeah, when Chase Elliott asked the spotter if he's still awake up there, that was pretty funny. I won't lie. But, yeah, um, that was that was a good one. I I enjoyed that moment. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so now let's talk about the last lap crash and the winner. Uh, Austin, let's, let's hear what you have to say. I mean, I'm definitely disappointed. I mean, Brad's my guy, so to see him go out like that and be so close to getting his first win at Daytona was disappointing, <laughs> to say the least. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I think... Uh, I'm just disappointed. McDowell, I'm, I'm happy for him. Like, you know, like, good for him getting on, getting the win. He got lucky. But, you know, it is what it is. All right, Matt, what do you think? Um, I was super happy for McDowell. He's a, he's, he's a good guy and a good racer. Uh, I've always enjoyed um, him and what he brings uh, to the sport. Um, just personality-wise, um, so I was very happy that he won. Uh, I also don't like Logano, so I was very happy that he wrecked. Um, but um, I definitely think that it was not like if anybody tries to blame McDowell, I definitely don't think it was his fault. Uh, he pushed 
I've heard someone try to, or I read somewhere where someone tried to blame him, but he pushed. Um, it's just like they tried to blame Rowdy for the the wreck on the backstretch of lap fifteen. Like, yeah, it's like um, you know, he pushed Keselowski. He was just gonna, you know, be the pusher like he always is. Push Keselowski and uh, who took a run on his teammate, and his teammate, you know, was obviously gonna block because it's Joey Logano and wiped out the rest of the field. So, um, I was very happy for McDowell. Um, and happy Logano, wrecked. Okay. What about you, Jesse? What did you think of the last lap, and um, who won? <clears throat> the last lap, scary crash. I was honestly scared for Keselowski and Kyle Busch. I mean, neither of them are my favorites, but I mean, you hate to see somebody pretty much stopped on the track and then get broadsided and fly into the catch fence. Oh. Um, but beyond that, uh, McDowell was doing what he had to do to win. Keselowski admitted he was doing what he had to do to win. It didn't work out for him, but it worked out for McDowell. Um, and just so everyone knows, Chase Elliott was definitely way behind at the time of the caution. He even had said it himself, so I don't understand why people are still so mad about that, but it is what because it is. Because in Chase Elliott fans' eyes, he can do no wrong, and he is the second coming of Dale Earnhardt. But anyways, we'll uh, move on. <laughs> but uh, I'm like Matt. I've always I've always liked McDowell like to an extent. Um, I'm not like a huge fan of him, but you know he's always been a part of those smaller teams. The few times that he's jumped up to the bigger teams, he's done fairly well so i mean he does have talent but he's just never had the breaks and he caught a big break he started off the season now with two top 10 a win and a top 10 six place yeah. 10 points right now so i mean it's not like it was a fluke thing he's he can do it he mm. just... i'm not i'm not there okay that's, that's that might be a big no on the super reach. speedways it's not a fluke for him he's always performed pretty well yeah, but I think him being in six, that'll go away quickly. Oh, but. it'll go away whenever they get to the mile and a half. So that that program is nowhere near competing on mile and a half. Yeah. Road courses, road courses and super speedways, possibly short tracks. I think we could potentially see maybe another win out of the uh, front row people. At a super speedway, road course, something like that. I mean, after everything that happened the last two weeks, it, it's uh, yeah, that's true. It's possible. So, so for me, the last lap, because my driver was involved in the crash, it was a little bit more personal for me. Um, first, I was pissed that Rowdy did a stupid move and got himself hung out to dry, pretty much. Um, and then when he hit hit Kozlowski and his window net wasn't coming down. He wasn't moving inside the car. I was very worried. Um, once I found out it was okay, that was a relief. As far as McDowell winning, I don't really care either way. Personally, I don't understand how he's still in the sport. That being said, you know, it's cool to see an underdog win. But my biggest gripe is why did they not race back to the caution flag, or race back to the line? And to me, I don't know. I just... That's frustrating, especially for the people that were there. They paid all that money in a quarter of a lap, if that. And and people say it's for safety. I don't think four seconds would have made a big difference. 
to either Kozlowski or Bush, if, I'm, if we're being honest. Yeah, I mean, judgment call. We're never going to be happy with NASCAR judgment calls. I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, more to, more on that will come later. <laughs> so, yeah, can... so... Go ahead. I was just saying, I guess we can kind of jump ahead to the truck series at uh, the road course. Yeah, so the truck series at the road course, I don't think they, I don't think we should be racing in the rain in NASCAR, period. I don't care if it's an oval or a road course. That's just my personal opinion. But... It was a good race. It sucks Ben Rose won, but yay for him. Um, yeah, so that's about it. <laughs> I can agree with that. Uh, I, I thought it was pretty entertaining. Um, all things considered, starting in the rain, uh, pretty much dry by the end of the race. It was uh, It was a a different type of truck series race than we normally see. But at the same time, it was pretty much still the same contenders. And I don't know. It was, it was entertaining in a different way, in my opinion. Austin, Matt. Uh, didn't really get to watch that one. I was actually driving over to Victor's house that day. Um, I only saw the last few laps and got to watch Victor immediately turn the TV off as Ben Rhodes won. So, <laughs> Um, but I, I mean, I agree. I don't think we should be, they should be racing in the rain. It's, you know, I just, yeah. I just don't uh, understand what benefits it has. I was able to watch the end of that one. Um, I was actually driving back from Pensacola for work and that was the time that I visited five flag speedway. Um, <laughs> Which was super cool, by the way. If you ever get a chance to go check it out, um, I definitely would recommend it. Um, the people there are super friendly. Anyway, um, the end was crazy with all the cautions and the, the overtimes and everything. Uh, it was definitely entertaining. Um, and uh, I'm not super happy that Ben Rhodes won either, but because I was, I had picked Sheldon Creed, who finished uh, second, I believe it was. So, but it was still a, an entertaining ending to a Truck Series race, nonetheless. Yeah. yeah, I can agree with that. Well, Xfinity race. Um, oh, sorry, I woke up. My bad. Um, no, the, the, I will say the Xfinity race was actually pretty decent. Um, their short, their road course package is pretty good. Yeah, I don't know what the hell AJ Allmendinger was thinking coming to the end of stage one, but. You know, it is what it is. Yeah. I'm glad Ty Gibbs won. Yeah, that was a insane move that he made to get to the lead or get to the front. Yeah, which ironically junked Rowdy's car the next day. But anyways, we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah, I mean, and that, that comes back to the composite bodies, in my opinion. The uh, splitter can dig a little bit more in the Xfinity series, it seems like. And they're not completely ruined yeah but you know it is what it is i thought it was a pretty good race um wasn't the greatest race i've ever seen but what a run by ty gibbs in his first ever start 
Um, to come out there and do that against some of the best in the in the Xfinity series right now, you know, defending season uh, series champion. Um, it, Excuse me. It just what what a drive. That's all I have to say. Matt, what do you got? Um. I, I, to be honest, I, I kind of stopped watching after stage one because uh, AJ went to block uh, Cindric and then, you know, all that happened, and I picked AJ Allmendinger, which I thought was a sure thing, and uh, that happened, so uh, I kind of quit watching after that, but uh, from what I saw at the beginning, it was kind of the people I expected to be up front on a road course in the Xfinity Series were there, uh, and I did watch the very end uh, with Ty Gibbs. I thought that was a great move that he made. And uh, I'm excited to see his future in the series. Um, I don't, I'm don't. i assuming he's probably going to end up skipping the truck series and just going straight to um, his grandfather's team in the Xfinity series uh, in the next couple of years. So I'm excited well, they, to see. Yeah, they, they actually just announced 14 more races for him as well. So this year. Yeah. So it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a good year, and I think I don't think he's done. I think he'll probably end up winning another race, uh, maybe two uh, of these fourteen that he's gonna have. So I can agree awesome. with that. Uh, didn't really get to watch it that much because I think we were driving back from Daytona that day. But uh, good to see Ty get a get a win. You know, so it's nice to see somebody come in and off their first start and blow everybody away. So. So, so fun fact of the week for everybody out there. Ty Gibbs in one race did more than Daniel Hemrick, Matty D. Who else, who's the other one that hasn't won a race in anything ever? I'm missing one. Wish I could say Justin Haley, but that's not true. <laughs> Jeb Burton, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> But mainly the two that I want to talk about is he's done more than Daniel Hemrick. Oh, and uh, Ty Dillon. I don't think Ty Dillon's ever won a race either. He's won an Daniel extended Hemrick. race and three okay. or four so, truck ra- three truck races. Okay, well, let me just uh, disregard that last statement. Then. But Daniel Hemrick, Matty D, never won a race in the top three series of NASCAR, and Ty Gibbs has done it in one start. Uno starts. Never in a truck series, only in the Xfinity series. Please, for the love of God, get Matty D out of the Cup Series. And we're moving on. So, speaking of the Cup Series, talking about the road course on Sunday, I must say I was impressed comparatively to the August race. The August race was absolutely horrendous compared to this past Sunday's race. I think that has a lot to do with more information going into it. They should have allowed practice for the August race, in my opinion, but um, they had the race under their belt. They came there prepared, knew what to do, although it was a different package, um, which I think had a big effect on the brakes uh, with the the high uh, high horsepower downforce. I think that had a lot to do with some of the brake troubles. But, I mean, overall... I think the package definitely fit. Um, I know we, we're, in my opinion, it seems like we're all fans of the 
high downforce everywhere else well, except for like short tracks and road courses i mean it works um you gotta do what you gotta do and it turned out to be a much better race people could get close they could pass they could follow one another through the bus stop um overall like even even the final chicane it was it was a blast to watch and i know we have a controversy that we want to talk about but we'll we'll get to that after everybody says what they think yeah, I agree. Um, so I thought the race was much better. Uh, the racing was closer. The restarts were wilder. Yeah, I really have no complaints. And Chase Elliott didn't win, so there's another bonus. <laughs> Looked like it for a while. Yeah, I thought he was. Austin? Um, I mean... I'm, I'm impressed with Brad's driving. He pretty much wrecked into everything and was able to finish still in like the top 10. So that was, that was great. Um, yeah, Kyle, everything with the face yeah. yeah, everything with the uh, damn face car. Right. Kyle Busch with that going <laughs> into the dirt. Thank you, like, well, it's like the first few laps going in the dirt and destroying a splitter and everything like that and still being able to pull off a pretty good finish was pretty impressive. I mean, I'm not the biggest fan of him, but... Uh, Bro, he finished 35th. Oh, wait, no, no. <coughs> You're right. He didn't get to that in a minute. For a while. He wrecked- I'll, I'll break it down for you. Don't worry. Okay, well, I mean, he kept up for a while before... Yeah. The fastest but- car on the track most of the race. But anyways, um, Matt? Yeah, I thought the race was wild, to be honest with you. I was super surprised at some of the things that were going on, just like the spins, the wrecks, the just hitting literally everything in Brad Kozlowski's case. It's like these people were all over the place, and I thought with more information going in, it was going to be almost just as like straightforward as, as last year, you know, but um, it was the complete opposite, uh, which threw me for a surprise, but it, it made the race very enjoyable. Um, obviously, I was upset that... Uh, Chase didn't win because he was my pick, and uh, I'm not thrilled about the uh, rain, sort of rain. Should we throw caution? Should we wait till the rain's over and throw caution, caution? So, um, ultimately, that didn't take Chase out of contention. He took himself out when he tried to make an aggressive move on Keselowski and wrecked himself. I'll admit that. He took himself out of contention. I did think the caution was... NASCAR wanting a fun finish for the fans, which I understand uh, when they do that sometimes. Uh, I don't think they do that. I, I just can't. I cannot buy into that theory. Maybe 15 years ago, but I don't think they do that anymore. I really don't. I mean, I don't. I, I'm not. I, I don't think the caution was warranted. Um, I don't think a caution is ever needed if you're not going to throw it whenever the track drives out. And you're going to throw it and then it, let it still be an option to the team to put on slicks or rain tires. I don't think it needs to be a caution. Like, I don't know. There's just... It, that's a very strange rule. I think NASCAR needs to update it. Either update it and just let teams decide just like they do whenever they're coming off of rain tires or just don't race in the rain like Victor said. Like, yeah, I just, um, it's one of the few rules that I 
can honestly say I do not like one single bit. Awesome. I mean, I, I, I wasn't there. Um, I know on TV they were saying parts of the track were dry, parts of them were wet, it didn't rain over the whole track. I'm not sure if that's 100% true. If that's the case, though, I mean, I, I agree they should they should let the drivers choose if they want to go and pit and throw on rain tires or, or not. I mean, throwing a caution for that, I don't think it was, I don't think it was necessary. I think they should let them choose if they want to pit or not. So, so here's the deal, right? So I know someone who was there, it was definitely raining and it wasn't just like a drop. There was rain, right? So if they don't throw the caution and give the teams their own choice and someone goes into NASCAR two and wrecks the same people that are bitching and moaning, not you guys, but like the same people that are bitching and moaning about them throwing the caution are going to be mad that their dude was taken out because he went, he ran through a wet spot. So the the NASCAR rule is that they have to get, they, they give the teams a chance. Right. So I don't, I mean, I understand that that's, that's their rule, but I mean, the part that I don't understand is if you're going to throw the caution, why is it optional for teams to put on rain tires or slick tires? Like, because NASCAR gave you the chance to cover, to CYA. And if you don't, now I don't want to hear it. It's on you. Well, I mean, I'm just, I'm, I, I mean, I don't know. It, it, on, even on a completely dry track, it's up to teams to decide whether they want to stay on old tires or go to new tires. So if they... You know, if I think it should be up to them whether or not they want to go switch to rain well, tires or not switch to rain tires. I mean, if they feel like they're it, driving, it is. Not, but 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 NASCAR's view is that they shouldn't be. Yeah, but it is. But in NASCAR's view, you shouldn't be penalized for being safe, and I I don't disagree with that. I don't. I I don't like the ruling, one bit. I just I think like. The, the, Pretty much the same thing can happen if you're on rain tires on a dry track. It's going to overheat, blow more tires. They're not going to last. So if you're not going to throw a caution to make teams to give teams options to say, "Hey, go back to slicks," or yeah, know, but if you think it's still wet enough? I don't know. I just I'm not a fan of it. The tire management is is controllable. Weather and track being dry or not is not controllable. I think that the teams. I think that the teams should have the option. It should be up to them whether they want to put on tires, rain tires or not. But I think my issue with it is NASCAR. I just want them to be, which I know it's kind of a judgment call, but just be a little bit more consistent about when the caution for a rain issue comes out. Like last year, when it was super foggy, I think it was in Texas or whatever, and they like kept waiting. And then Harvick slammed the wall, and then and someone else almost Cole Custer almost wrecked, and then finally they were like, "Oh, we'll throw the caution." It's kind of like the same deal. It's like they just waited a kind of long for me. Um, you know, it's like it had been raining. They said for like three or four laps or something, and then the, then they threw the caution. And I'm like, when it first starts and you see it on the track, I think they should just go ahead and throw it then, and I think it wouldn't be as big a deal. But it's like because they kept waiting, it's like, are they going to do it? Are they not? And I think that's where the uh, doubt, I guess, comes in. The, the yeah, I mean, 
I think we're all kind of on a different level what we think about this. Um, I mean, just straight up, in my opinion, I don't think they should throw the caution. Victor thinks they should. Awesome. Just like, I don't care. Just get the racing in. Matt saying, throw it as soon as you see it. So, like, we're all kind of on different levels. We're all on different mindsets. But, I mean, at the end of the day, we're here because we love racing. Regardless. Yes. That was a good race. All right. I so, have returned, by the way. Skype kicked me out for some reason, but I have returned. <laughs> Very well. All right, so let's talk about something that y'all might not have noticed. Every car that went through the grass this weekend, regardless of series, all got damaged except for two cars. Both of those were sponsored by Monster Energy. So is that the secret? To getting through the grass because Kurt Busch went for a ride and he had virtually no damage. So therefore I think everybody should be sponsored by Monster Energy and no good damage will happen to her. And what about uh Haley Began? Did she go through the grass? She got sent into the grass <laughs> through no fault of her own. <laughs> <laughs> I mean you're right. Well um all right, how about Homestead? Looking forward to Homestead. Well, hold on, we didn't talk about the winner. Oh, yeah, we didn't talk about the winner. Son of a gun. So, winner. yeah, the last, I get what was it, 13 laps, I think, or something, by the time they got restarted, were wild and tense. Um, Christopher Bell did his damn thing. That was awesome to see. And uh, he... He, he roughed up Joey Logano to get a win. You can't ask for more than that. Yeah. What a move on uh, Logano as well. Going into 13, that was dope. Yeah, that was, that was fun to watch. I, th- I, I thought Logano was going to take them both out. I really did. First time we I had think it wouldn't two, be a surprise. Uh, two first-time winners in a, uh, to open a season in how long? Since 70 years. 50, 1950. So 71 years. 71 years. First time. And it's only happened years. twice. The first time it happened, 1949. Second time it happened, 1950. Third time, 2021. I mean, NASCAR is advertising 2021 is what they expect to be the best year ever. So I think this is off to a pretty good start. But the same agree. teams win every weekend. Okay. Give me a freaking break. <laughs> Anyway, now we can move on to Homestead, and we're going to start with our fantasy picks. Or are we going to preview the race first? Preview the race. Okay. We're going to wait on our fantasy picks. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Expectations. Truck series is off, so Xfinity series, Cup series. Xfinity series will be the typical snoozer. It always is on the 1.5 miles. And the truck, the Cup Series race, I think, will be in for a treat. I agree. I think Xfinity would be a snoozer, and hopefully, there's no rain delay for the Cup Series. There, there is zero percent chance of rain for well, both I days. Mean, it's Florida, so uh, you and I yeah. both know that uh, <laughs> that can change in about 15 minutes. So, um, yeah, hopefully there's no rain delay, there's no delays, and they can race through and 
we don't have another Daytona incident. Yeah. I think that's my uh, my personal main hope too. No rain, but uh, like Victor said, I've been keeping a close eye on the weather. It doesn't seem like they have much uh, in the area all weekend. So yeah, hoping for the best. Uh, Homestead always delivers pretty well. Uh, I expect a lot of wall riding with it being a hot, slick track. Probably going to see Kyle Larson hitting the wall a few times like he always does when he tries to rim ride. But, uh, I mean, that's hot. Got a lot to look forward to. And they're bringing a softer tire from what I understand as well. Oh, man, that's going to be something. They already had uh, such high tire wear numbers the last, uh, like, five years or so. They bring a harder tire or a softer tire. That's going to be crazy. It's going to be a lot of strategy. Matt, what do you think? Uh, I think it's going to be a lot of wall riding like it usually is, but um, I'm expecting to see uh, some unique names up at the front. Uh, Really? I can, well, when we get to picks, I can talk about that. (laughs) We already know you're picking Kyle Larson. Anyway, um, all right, so I guess that's our little preview. I guess that does bring us now into race picks. And with an update on the points is myself. So in fourth place right now is our own Matt with 143 points. In second place, it is, or excuse me, third place, it is Jesse with 157 points. In third place, it's myself with 166 points. And in first, it's the newbie, Austin, with 173 points. Beginner's so, luck. So I, I would say first, I'm probably just getting lucky. <laughs> picking first for Saturday's race is Matt. All right, so I'm just going to take the obvious and go with Noah Gregson. Damn it. Okay. All right. Matt picked Noah Gregson. Jesse, wow. you're up. You know what? I'm going to go with one that uh, is probably kind of out there because he's been known as more of a short track guy. But uh, I'm going to go with Harrison Burton on this one. My two picks y'all took him. That's who I wanted. <laughs> All right. Well, since Harrison Burton, who won one Xfinity race here last year, is off the board, I'm going to go with one his teammate, Brandon Jones. All right. Austin? Uh, I'm going to go with... Is he going to pick an Austin for the third straight week? I'm going to pick Austin Cindric. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Let's Keep the it. tradition going. I mean, apparently we're the ones dumb enough to not pick him, and he's leading the points, so I think he's doing something right. Yeah. Yeah. That's secret sauce. He just has such a punchable face, I just can't bring myself to pick him more than once a year. And you've already you've already used that up. I sure did. All right, moving on to the Dixie Vodka 400 on Sunday afternoon, 3.30 p.m. Fox, be there. Uh, is is going to be our Matt, Kyle Larson. All right, Jesse, go ahead. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Matt, who do you pick? 
Um, so I have noticed my trend of picking the obvious people that do well at the track has not worked out for me. Hence AJ Allmendinger and Chase Elliott last weekend. So <laughs> you did guess my pick correctly. I am going to pick Kyle Larson, who does very well at Homestead. But the reason I said I'm expecting odd names to be at the front is because I'm expecting Tyler Reddick to be a factor in the race. And Christopher Bell once again, because they both had stellar finishes last year, and Christopher Bell was in a crap ride and finished eighth. So I'm expecting him to be maybe winning back-to-back races. By the way, can we all be happy that Levine Family Racing is out of NASCAR? And Jesse, you're up. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I can't even. <laughs> oh. I think I'm going to have to go with uh, Kyle Busch this week. Okay. I think Toyotas. Okay. I, think, I think Toyotas are coming back for a vengeance. Kyle Busch has always performed fairly well at Homestead. Yeah, I was there when he won the championship. <sighs> you know, no big deal. Both times or just one time? Just one time. I was deployed the first time. Ah, gotcha. Well. You know, something Austin's never done. But anyway. Um, so, <laughs> all right. It's uh, it's it's my turn now, unless you were keeping on going, Jesse. Didn't mean to cut you off there. No, I was. that was pretty much it. So I'm picking Rowdy's teammate, Denny Hamlin, to win. I thought about Hamlin. I really thought about it. At Homestead this weekend. He won there last year. He won one of the races. Or I think they only had one race. Yeah. He won the only race there last weekend, last year. And, uh, yeah, good safe pick. Need some points. Got to get back in the lead. Austin, you're up. I'm going to go with my guy, Brad Keselowski. Yeah, he has all zero wins there. Good choice. So... (laughs) I'm very surprised nobody picked Kevin Harvick. I, I was actually that he was, hasn't that won was, there. He hasn't won there in seven years. I can't. I can't. You know. Yeah, but he hasn't. If you're just looking for points, like I and Jesse probably are at this point, um, he has an average finish of seven and a half out of all twenty of his career starts there. So, wow, that is awesome. top tens out of twenty starts. That's pretty good. That would be the obvious pick, though, right? That's why I didn't go with it, because it has not proved me well last weekend. <laughs> <laughs> All, right, All right, and others, any other uh, motorsports news that we need to go over? Um, uh, Ferrari has announced that they're going to be running the top division at Le Mans starting in 2023. Um, hold on, hold on, hold on, time. hold on, hold on. It's Le Mans. Le Mans. It's for the first Le Mans. time since... Oh, my gosh. For the first time in 50 years, they're going to be in the top class after the 24 hours of Le Mans. And uh, beyond that, F1, uh, keeping a close eye on them because they're releasing a lot of liveries. IMSA is... Working a lot with uh, trying to kind of condense classes, reduce uh, the cost, stuff like that. So a lot of people are expecting. Not just not just NASCAR folks. Yep. So got a lot to a lot in store coming up in the uh, next little bit with IndyCar getting going soon, F1 getting going next month. Um, 
I believe next month. Um, Emma's got Sebring coming up soon. So, got a lot to look forward to. We'll be trying our best to keep you updated. And in, in personal news, me and Matt Weaver completely agreed on something on Twitter. Who has a TV on or music in the background? Can we, can we knock that down? Okay. It stopped. I don't know what it was, but it stopped. Austin. Um, anyway. So, we agreed that one, something needs to be done about these junk back markers. We actually agreed on two things now. Think about it. But anyway, something needs to be done about if you're performing so poorly, why do you have a charter? Why? You shouldn't be allowed to. If you know that you're not putting at least effort into maybe not even winning races, but just competing, nice digging for gold there, but just competing. <laughs> I had an itch. Then, then what are we doing? Then what are we doing? Right? The second thing we agreed on is we should never do the clash ever again. It's, it's really kind of it's, it's pointless at this point. Yeah. Instead, we should have 37 points paying races and have still continuous speed weeks in Daytona and just start speed weeks with the duels. Forget qualifying, forget the clash, start with the duels, then have the trucks, Xfinity Cup, and then go the next week to the road course like we did. Boom. Now you have speed weeks. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I actually, the, the clash. It, it was cool to see Rowdy win. Yeah, that was awesome. But if it's not on the oval, I'm I'm not really about it. So yeah, that's personal news there. Yeah, I can agree there. So, well, Matt, uh, Austin, oh, I guess Matt. Matt Matt told went went, went bye bye. Austin, anything else to kind of add to this? No, I mean, I, I, I can agree with it. Uh, I don't see it happening, though. I think uh, it's uh, it's all about the money. Uh, well, yeah, but know. what brings in more money, the clash or a points race? Well, I mean, points race, but it's I just don't see it happening. I, I think uh, I just don't see it happening. I think they're too worried about the money and Daytona and all that stuff, so. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess we can kind of wrap this uh, this episode up. Uh, do not forget to go to planbsales.com or circlebdiecast.com. If your order is $20 or more, use code BRM2020 at checkout so that you can get free shipping. Uh, Austin, do you have anything to say or to add before we hop off? No. no. Oh, don't forget to go subscribe to our YouTube as... We have some big things in store with the broadcasting side of iRacing and stuff like that. With that, Victor, why don't you finish us off for this episode, man? All right, guys. It's been a fun one. I look forward to Homestead this weekend. Um, Oh, one quick thing. Uh, Wishing well to Tiger Woods. We know he was involved in a serious crash yesterday. We're recording on Wednesday. Wednesday. Um, thankfully he's okay. He had two fractures in his right leg and a shattered ankle. They didn't say which leg. So I'm just thankful he's okay. He's one of my sports heroes. Um, so yeah, just wishing well to him and his family. Other than that, as always, 
Raise hail, praise Bubba Rowdy and Dale, and don't you dare be a darf.